for another edition of the 41 Files, Kansas City Podcast, an episode I'm calling the Below Zero Edition. It's Wednesday, January 30th, and it certainly feels like it uh, outside here in Kansas City. Uh, it's not often we come to you uh, when the temperatures are uh, below zero outside, and we're celebrating the occasion by talking all things weather. And so we've, we've assembled an all-star panel uh, of people to talk about the weather for us. Uh, in studio is uh, 41, I was about to say NBC Action News, but Ooh. we kind of got rid of that a long <laughs> yeah. time ago. Uh, 41 Action News today, meteorologist Lindsay Anderson. Lindsay, good morning. Hey, good morning. This is fun. I'm glad I can be on today. Um, we have a special guest uh, from uh, my home state of Minnesota, the mayor of Bemidji, uh, and that's Rita Albrecht. Rita, good morning. Well, good morning to you all, and thanks for giving me a call and having me on. Look forward to the discussion. And our listeners might hear a familiar voice next, joining us on the phone, former uh, meteorologist here in Kansas City and now a meteorologist at NBC uh, in Chicago, Kaylee Dion. Kaylee, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Glad to be here. Thanks I, for for, I forgot to include in your title, New Mom. That's right. Yes, most important. So uh, exciting. Uh, so I'm digital producer Sam Hartle. Our normal uh, uh, host today, Taylor Hemnes, is under the weather appropriately. Uh, Taylor, we hope you uh, you feel better. Guys, I had minus two on my on my thermometer this morning here in uh, Roland Park, uh, and that seemed to be uh, a fairly common thing. And while that's plenty cold for us here in Kansas City, it's nowhere near as bad as it could be in other places. Uh, so that's where we've got uh, the mayor of Bemidji. And so Bemidji is... The for those who are um, not inclined, it's kind of in northern Minnesota a little bit. Um, if you've heard the uh, the tales of uh, Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox, they've got some giant statues up there. And right. yeah, we're kind of the home of the iconic Paul and Babe statues. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mayor, how how low did things get up there this morning? Um, I think it was uh, probably in Bemidji was around thirty seven, thirty eight below, plus a wind chill of around sixty below. So. To get people's mental map, we're we're at the uh, just below the chimney of Minnesota, about 100 miles south of of the border, and um, and we're the first city on the Mississippi, so the headwaters of the Mississippi area. So that kind of gives you a little bit of context of where we are in north central Minnesota. But the the deep freeze that came down from Canada just uh, enveloped our whole state, and so uh, every community in the whole state was below zero, and our wind chill factors were record breaking. So do you guys blame Canada for this, or or who who is held accountable for this cold snap? Generally speaking, uh, yeah, we blame a lot of our weather on either North Dakota or Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Alberta Clipper is a is, uh, you uh-huh. meteorologists know the the Alberta Clipper that usually brings a big snowstorm to us, and and this uh, this whole uh, change in the jet stream. I'm assuming I don't know meteorologists can answer that, but. You know, this this sink of, of air coming down from Canada has just been um, quite brutal for us. Have you physically walked outside? What's that like when it's minus 37 degrees? You know, it's 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 interesting. Uh, it's it's kind of like prickly on your face if you have exposed skin, like your and your and the breath of, on on your eyelashes will immediately put frosty oh, eyelashes wow. on mm. you and and your 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 mustache and your and your eyebrows will will frost up, but it's just kind of a prickly feeling. We we try to avoid going out with exposed skin, but you know, from here to the parking lot, there's always that 
chance, but it, it is so brutal, and, and uh, I know that uh, Lindsay and Kaylee could share this too, but the, within a couple minutes of exposed skin out there, uh, when it's windy and, and below zero like this, you can freeze your cheeks pretty easily. Yeah, I can imagine the frostbite would happen in minutes. I mean, that's what they, what, negative 45 and negative 55 is minutes outside mm-hmm. frostbit. Well, you always mm-hmm. see, like, sometimes when it's this cold, you see the meteorologists out doing, like, some experiments where they throw a, a cup of boiling water outside. And it seems like this would be the location to do that kind of stuff. How cold? Oh, everybody's doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, what are, the, what are the, some, of the other thing, some of the other tricks that, that you guys, the meteorologists use to demonstrate how stupid cold it is outside? Yeah, I think the boiling water, that visually, I actually just did it outside here. Okay, right. Did it work? And it worked here. Mm. I mean, we're at negative three degrees right now in Kansas City. So ideally, you have those negative temperatures. Of course, it's going to look pretty pretty amazing in Chicago and, and Minnesota, Minneapolis, and northward um, with that, that experiment. I just I also wanted to just bring a cup of water outside. Now, obviously, water freezes at 32 degrees. We all know that. We've learned that since, like, first grade kindergarten. But how long and how quickly it freezes is over is pretty fascinating with this cold weather. I mean, five minutes and you've got a cup of frozen ice, for, hmm. you know, um, in those type of temperatures. It works great to chill wine, however. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to leave slushies. your beer out in the outside cooler. You know, that's that's the challenge, you know. <laughs> if there's not enough room in the beer co- in the freeze in the fridge in, in the house, you know, we have this ready-made cooler outside, but you know, that could be a bad mistake. Uh, if you yeah. if you did that, yeah. <laughs> Mayor, I was on your. Uh, South, uh, South Bend froze his Jack uh, whiskey this morning in shot glasses. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! <laughs> and then you just That's put just that in a... your iced coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. A survival tip, right? Yeah. Um, some <laughs> right. some frozen uh, frozen coffee in the uh, or frozen whiskey in the coffee. Um, Mayor, I was on your Twitter feed last night, and uh, much like here in Kansas City, a lot of organizations and schools um, are canceling. Uh, classes or, or events and stuff like that. Are, are people in Bemidji still venturing out to, like, coffee shops or restaurants? Uh, and, and how have they been kind of handling it? You know, it's kind of a mix. I would say that, um, like a lot of social disasters or tragedies, uh, there is a unifying factor. In fact, we kind of wear that as a badge of honor here in Minnesota, that we're hardy, we're the bold north, we can we can we can muddle through, but I will say that our schools are closed, our universities are closed, our mall is closed. Um, so a number of businesses have chosen to, to just close because it's um, safer for their employees not to have to get in the car and come come to work. But on the other hand, we have uh, chosen to keep some facilities open, like our public library tends to be a, a drop-in center for people who don't have a warm place during the day. So. We don't want to have, uh, you know, them not have a place to be. So, so it's a it's a mixed bag. But in general, there's a lot of businesses that are closed today simply because people are just not out and about. Uh, you know, vehicles don't want to start and don't want to run, and the roads are very uh, icy because the wind has sort of polished them off. And um, and so it's a mixed bag, but but I think people are muddling through. Now, how does this compare to your winters in the past? I mean, yeah, like you said, usually Minnesotans like you can deal with all sorts of cold weather. But how is this compared to the past winters that you've experienced? You know, as a child, and I'm in my 60s, so as a child, uh, we experienced a lot of below. Uh, a below zero weather. But um, in the last 20 years, we really haven't had that many below zero days. If you look at the trend line, um, the previous 100 years to the, the most recent 100, it, it is 
is substantially fewer, below sub zero, sub twenty below uh, days that we've ever had. So, mm. um, it, it, it's changing. Our 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 climate is definitely changing, and and uh, it's making our our winters different. Our winters are warmer, uh, and um, this is just sort of an anomaly now that we have this very severe weather. The last time I think we had 60 below was back in, I wanna say 1996 or somewhere in that time when um, the governor actually shut down the state and he said, we're all gonna stay home. Yeah, two two decades. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mayor, uh, tourism has always been a pretty important part of Bemidji's economy. Um, you know, for the Paul Bunyan, and then uh, obviously in northern Minnesota, you have fishing and ice fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, northern Lights. Right, the Northern Lights. Um, snowmobiling. This, mm. Right, snowmobiling. This, um, so there there are things that you, you had mentioned that you know, it's kind of a, a, a thing of pride for, for Minnesotans. Um, and, and this is something that you can actually take advantage of, maybe not when it's minus, you know, 38 degrees outside, but, you know, a normal winter, you know, there are things to do. In, in oh Bimiki. yeah, 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 right. And and that's a really good point. That um, for example, you might be surprised with a state of ten thousand lakes, right? That's one of our of our namesakes. And but if you ask the the resort operators, they actually ha- are busier in the winter for ice fishing than they are in hmm. the summer, which is kind of crazy. But they have ice fishing houses now that are just like a mobile home. <laughs> and so, you know, teachers, I saw pictures of teachers that were off school uh, yesterday. They were right to the fish house to, to be wow. ice fishing because it's warm in there and, and it's fun and they have a day off. And, and so, yes, winter activities are just as important for Minnesotans as, as summer. So snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, downhill skiing, believe it or not, uh, we don't have a lot of mountains, but we have a little bit of places where you can ski down and um and snowmobiling of course snowmobiles were were first invented in in northern minnesota and we have uh we're the home of Articat and polaris and and so uh, there's a lot of uh snowmobile trails in this region in bemidji we probably have 450 miles of grantonade snowmobile trails that are groomed every day or you know weekly for snowmobiling and and so it is a very important aspect of our of our winters you got to make the most of it when you're up there. I mean, okay. It is beautiful in the winter, but with these temperatures, I can imagine that's just, there's a point where it is too cold to even do anything or be out there. That's true. We, we try to, you know, practice safety and uh, caution people. And I don't think that people want to, um, if they do get into trouble, there's uh, emergency people that have to come and rescue them, right? And, and it's not a good idea to put extra um, pressure on them to, to do things. So, so we're trying to make sure that people are using their heads and, and um, being safe and, and all of that. But but the winter is an important part. In this part of uh, Minnesota, we're a big timber production area. So, uh, you know, winter is important because a lot of the wood they are going to cut is in um, in a lower, uh, wetter area. So that in frozen conditions in the winter, you can go in there without harming any of the surrounding area and you can cut timber. So. So there are some some reasons to have a good a good frosty winter because it helps freeze down those logging roads. Oh. Mayor, I've got one question, then we'll let you get back to your ice house. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the strangest or the or the craziest thing you've seen one of your one of your citizens do um, during this cold snap? I, yesterday, I was driving by a construction site and and saw one of the workers uh, with you know, wearing a T-shirt, and I 
Well, no good, way. Yeah, kudos to them, I guess, whatever whatever works. But it was a little odd to me. Anything that stood out um, uh, during this week's cold snap? Well, I haven't seen it here in Bemidji, but I know uh, I do see it on campus occasionally. And, and that is that students will wear shorts in the middle of winter or um, they'll wear flip-flops with socks or, or something like that. And in Bemidji, at Bemidji State University, our, all of our campus is connected by underground tunnels because, after all, it's winter up here sometimes, and so it's nice to be connected. So they'll get out of bed, put on their shorts and their flip-flops, they'll go to class, and, and, you know, if they end up having to go outside the tunnels, you might see them with shorts on. So that, that would probably be the craziest thing is some students with shorts on. Lindsay, I don't know if you have a seven-day forecast for Bemidji, uh, but so I looked, I looked it up, and you get above zero on Friday. Um, yeah. So there's maybe light at the end of the tunnel, and 26. 26 on Saturday. On, on yeah. Saturday. We all. It's a virtual heat wave. It's yeah. Like, uh, what is that? 75, 100 degree difference or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's quite amazing. As fast as that cold air moved in, I mean, it's going to retreat pretty quickly, too. And luckily, we can all thaw out a little bit. Right. Hey, Mayor, I appreciate, uh, appreciate the time and, and you telling us a little bit about how uh, you and, uh, and your residents are surviving the cold up Bemidji. Yeah, well, we're having fun, and we have we had hockey day last weekend, uh, or I should say, on the nineteenth of January, and and uh, we spent three days outside. It was twenty six below when we dropped the puck on Saturday morning, and we had five outdoor hockey games, including uh, the university here, and and uh, it was the coldest NCAA Division one hockey outdoor game on record. So there you have it. That might be the the oddest thing you would see up here. <laughs> Mayor, good luck to y'all. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Lindsay, it's wintertime. It is. In the Midwest, it's supposed to be cold. Talk to me about what this week has been in terms of, okay, hey, it's normally winter, but what were the factors involved that made this so much unique uh, in terms of the temperature? Yeah, I mean, yes, it's been cold. And that's what kills me sometimes is just on social media and how people are like, oh, you know, we, we know what this cold is like. No, actually, we haven't seen this cold in so, so, so long. Um, standing in front of the wind chill map this morning and pointing out the wind chills in Chicago up through Minnesota, but also here in Kansas, Missouri. I mean, negative 35 is what it felt like in Maryville this morning. I mean, I, I, I have not seen those numbers ever. So um, this was quite something. This is such a strong air mass. But luckily for us in Kansas City, it really is only around here for 24 hours. I mean, it is out by tomorrow mid-morning. Is polar vortex, is that... And is that just a marketing thing? Is that like the best way to describe it? Well, or? yeah. I mean, the polar vortex is has always been around. I mean, this has been a term from the 18, 1900s, I think, Kaylee. Um, so this is something that, but now, of course, just with social media and the media in general, we like to find those terms and, and stick them out a little bit more as keywords. But this is certainly something like the polar air is coming down. Now, the polar vortex is centered in north uh, the north pole and over the arctic but we are getting these blasts of part of the polar air so these polar vortices essentially coming down and that's what we're what we're tapping into so one of the places that got hit with the cold snap this week is chicago Mm -hmm. chicago a wonderful place to visit in the spring summer and fall but maybe not quite so much in the wintertime. Um, I'll bring in Kaylee. Uh, you moved to Chicago a couple of years ago. Um, how does this winter compare so far to uh, to your previous winters there? 
So the previous winter, since I've moved back, because I grew up here, so Mm -hmm. um, since I've moved back, they haven't been that bad. They've actually been relatively mild, not as much snow, so the winters have been good. Now, when I growing up, it was a little bit different. We've had a few really bad winters growing up, but I do believe that this is trying to show me something, because back when I was in Kansas City in 2014, when the polar vortex term was had taken charge, and, uh, you know, as yeah. Lindsay was talking about, it's been around forever, but then everybody decides, oh, we like this term, we're going to use it, yeah. and blow it out of the water. 2014, they, uh, on the morning show in Kansas City, made me a shirt that said I survived the polar vortex because I was so annoyed <laughs> at how often polar vortex word was being thrown around and acting like it was some, you know, ah, crazy thing. So I just feel like this is coming to haunt me because of that. Yeah, that's so funny. No, now you don't have to be in the station for this for during the polar vortex. You can be at home with Luckily, your sweet baby. <laughs> I know I'm on maternity leave, which is great because I don't have to go outside and I don't have to travel to work, um, mm-hmm. but I'm still stuck inside. So there's like a catch 22 because I've got cabin fever because I can't go anywhere because it's so... I mean, just insane cold up here right now. Insane. So so cold that, and so speaking of social media, I was doing some research for the podcast yesterday, and I came across the hashtag Chiberia, mm, which yeah. is, I guess, what, what one of game. the, how are, how are Chicagoans uh, handling the cold? It's one thing, you know, if, uh, like in Brainerd, where this is kind of their thing, um, but Chicago's a pretty diverse group. Lots of people move there from across the country. Um, maybe some of them not quite as used to the cold. How are they dealing with it? Well, I mean, the entire city is pretty much shut down. There, has, I don't even think since I've moved back or even paid attention that the city has shut down this much for even a snowstorm. So it is, I mean, we've got all schools closed at this point, daycares, we've got, um, you know, a lot of businesses that are closed just so that their employees don't have to travel. And if I, I, I think um, a guy I work with, he was on a bus this morning to come to work, and he was the only one on the bus. Wow. The entire CTA Chicago transit system bus, he was the only one on it. So a lot of the trains have been canceled. Amtrak is not running today because of, you know, the tracks are just too cold. And, yeah, they can light them on fire and kind of heat them up a little bit, but that isn't even working. So they've had to cancel those. I think this, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you moved to Chicago, this is what you get. That term, that really hasn't been used <laughs> because this is – it's one for the books, that's for sure. I think it's been the uh, fifth coldest ever recorded temperature in Chicago at this point, uh, this morning. And um, 27 was the all-time low, uh, below, 27 below zero. So we could flirt with that tonight <laughs> going into tomorrow morning. So we might be singing a different tune once we go into tomorrow. But at least we, we literally have a 61-degree temperature swing between today in the afternoon to Sunday. So we're just, just wait a day. Yeah, yeah I saw fo- mid-40s maybe in Chicago on Monday. Yeah. And then snow the day yeah. after. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. There was a, uh, a photo. Uh, the Chicago Tribune had a photo gallery um, that I saw yesterday. And one of their photos was a pigeon had found, like, a, a, a piece of uh, burning charcoal that had fallen on the sidewalk and was crouched right next to it. Um, <laughs> even the pigeons are trying to. Yeah, home. even the pigeons in, in in Chicago are are cold. There's that classic video that went around 
oh gosh, I think it was the last cold spell that you guys had in Chicago of a guy standing in one of the train stops or the L subway and he's holding his pizza up at the heater. I don't know if you guys all saw that. I'm like, that's, this is how Chicago yeah, does, does winter. This is how Chicago does winter. Um, so, but I'm sure that it's like, it, that's not even going to work at this point in these kind of weather conditions. No, I mean, really, we're finding frozen rats laying around. Oh, Lord. Like, that's big time. That's big <laughs> that time is. when the rats are frozen. <laughs> Oh, that is real life. You got rats oh, everywhere in Chicago, seriously. and now they're freezing to death. So this just might be what we need to get rid of the rats. Mm-hmm. The so, polar vortex. A little, yeah, a little nature at work, maybe um, a little bit. The, the photo that that always gets me is is the lakefront in Chicago when when Lake Michigan is is iced over, and it, it just looks like it almost looks like a completely different planet. Almost. You know what's crazy is I just posted on my Facebook and Twitter. Um, Lex Peter, who also used to work in Kansas City. Uh, she took a video from her apartment this morning looking at Lake Michigan, and it's some of it's frozen over, and then uh, there's so much steam and fog over the lake that's moving with the wind. It is beautiful. Wow. I mean, it's, it's cold. It's cold, but it's gorgeous. You should definitely check it out because, I mean, it's just so cold. The temperatures are extremely cold over that water, and it's just making just a beautiful sight there. But, yeah, also what's happening here is we're getting those frost quakes. Where people are hearing those booms, and okay, ex- everyone's like, "Where is that coming from? Like, what is that?" Yeah, and they're frost quakes. They're, they're so how does that, how does that work? So basically, what happens is the water, like when you have snow or you have melting snow or you have rain or anything like that, it seeps into the ground, and then when it freezes, it expands. So it expands the soil. Then when you get this Arctic, that just happens all the time anyway. Then you get this extremely cold blast. And that has the water expand even more, and the soil expands, and you get a sonic boom. It's like a movement, kind of like an earthquake is, but not like that extreme. And it's nothing that you need to be concerned about. But then they set off these loud booms, and you hear, like, noises and stuff, and you're like, is that my pipes, or is that – those are just frost quakes in many different spots. But it definitely can scare you, and we've had them all morning long. My my mom texted me this this morning, so – their cable internet is out and then she said I was waking up all night to loud noises around the house and I'm wondering if that had was part of it too that's crazy that's absolutely yeah because Jonathan my husband Jonathan was like what is that what is that wow. you know and I was yeah. like oh that's I mean because you don't we don't deal with it that often because yes it gets cold here but not like this you know so you don't normally right. deal with that type of sound or you're just like, oh, man. Is, is I would have just attributed to moment? having a couple of glasses of wine. It's yeah. like, okay, the moon, the yeah. room is spinning around. Okay, fine. Yeah. So just go back That's to bed. That's true. That's true, too. Right? Um, well, we're making a run at 60, right, Lindsay? Coming up, maybe, hopefully? We have a forecast high on Sunday of 60, yes. 60 degrees. That'll feel <laughs> so much so much warm. Um yeah, that's going to be balmy. Like, people will legit be in T-shirts and shorts then. Um, they'll still need to wear sunglasses if I'm out wearing shorts because that's going to be a, <laughs> that's gonna be a pretty uh, jarring yeah. jarring experience. Um, Kaylee, we'll let you go back to, uh, to being a mom. Certainly appreciate you taking some time, and uh, good to hear your voice. Yeah, you guys too. Miss you guys. And, uh, yeah, have a great day. And enjoy that 60. Can you give me some of that? I know. We'll try to throw <laughs> some your direction. Thanks, Kaylee. All right, thank you, guys. Bye. All right, so, Lindsay, lots of warm thoughts after that podcast, right? Yeah. Hmm. Warm thoughts. Let's bring that warmth. Luckily, I mean, 
people might be hating. Okay, so we're the messengers, right? We're just kind of sharing the forecast. We are just the messengers at this point. Because you guys so, sometimes get blamed for this, kind of, this stuff, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, some of us do have buttons in the back of our weather center. We want to kind of mm. play, play. you know, we're, we want to tr- play tricks on people. No. But I think we'll be really loved by the weekend. So we'll take it. It's going to be fantastic. We'll take it, too. So big thanks to uh, Bemidji Mayor uh, Rita Albrecht for, uh, for joining us and uh, getting us up to speed on on uh, how Minnesotans are dealing with the cold. Former 41 Action News meteorologist, uh, now in uh, Chicago for the NBC station there, a new mom, Kelly Dion, for joining us talking about uh, frostquakes in, in Chicago. And in our own uh, 41 Action News Today meteorologist, Lindsay Anderson, for talking all things weather. I'm digital producer Sam Hartle. We'll have the crew back next week for another edition of the 41 Files podcast. Thanks for listening.